0: Talia, Reese, and Julia do it so well. Shows, shows, show, shows, and tell.
1: Hi, guys. Welcome back to Shows and Tell. I'm Julia. I'm Talia. I'm Reese. Today, we're going to be talking about Keeping Up with the Kardashians. It's one of my personal favorite shows. Um, I'd love to learn more a little bit about what you guys know about the show. Um, have you guys watched it before? You know, what are kind of your initial thoughts about Keeping Up?
0: Talia, you want to go first?
2: Yeah, thanks. Um, I I truthfully don't have uh, such a big background with Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I had one friend growing up that was really into it, and I would it was kind of just that I would watch the show whenever I was at her house. And obviously, as they became more mainstream media, I became I began to keep up on my own. But I've honestly never I've never just like watched a season, so I'm kind of really excited to for you to take us through this journey, Julia, because I don't know a lot about like the TV show itself. Reese, about you?
0: On the opposite, yeah, on the opposite side of things, I actually love this show. What? I've seen. A,
1: a, yeah, I didn't know, know that. Know
0: it's very. Very surprising, not something I discuss. Um, <laughs> but I've watched many episodes. Uh, never, never intentionally. Like I never put, sit down to put it on. But when it's on, I'll end up watching for a decent amount of time. It's just, it's really good background, and it's, it's production values solid. You know, it's always fun. Um, very stressful at times. I, I've even written. I wrote a paper on it in college. Um, <laughs> I'm a fan of the show. I, I like the show i'm i'm excited for this episode because i actually i've I've seen it i've watched a number of episodes i actually didn't watch the episode we watched for today season 18 episode one but I, i'm a fan of the show so i'm happy to discuss it
1: yeah i didn't know reese that you were a fan but i'm excited i kind of feel like i'm the same way where it's never like i really intended to sit down and watch it but it just kind of has always been on at some point in my house in college, like, we literally just watched from season one to season 17 or whatever they were on at the time. And just, like...
0: I just... I don't think anyone ever watches the show with the intention of watching... I don't know anyone that's watched it in order. Like, I feel like it just... Yeah, no, the I feel like every episode just kind of stands alone, like, perfectly. Like, you could start at any point and already know what you're going to get into just based on, like, their lives. And
1: I feel like once you start you just can't stop why don't we jump right into the basic plot of the show and just i'll give you guys a little bit of background talia for you know since you're not as familiar so basically the show keeping up with the kardashians centers around the kardashian jenner family and their lives their family drama and their relationships with each other the show focuses mostly on kim kardashian kourtney kardashian and chloe kardashian who are three sisters Um, Right now, they're all in their 30s or 40s, um, but they're the primary focus, but the other members of the family, so um, Kylie Jenner, Kendall Jenner, Kris Jenner, and sometimes Rob Kardashian, they're also on the show. Um, And yeah, and it covers everything from their businesses, their personal relationships, their romantic relationships, drama, and the way that the show originally started was back in 2006 just a little background on the Kardashians in general. I'm sure everyone knows who they are now. But um, they were a pretty prominent family in Be- living in Beverly Hills. The father, Rob Kardashian, who is now deceased, he was a-, a lawyer for the OJ Simpson case. And they were good family friends with the Simpsons. So that's kind of what they were known for. But Kim Kardashian, who was the second oldest daughter in the family... Um, She kind of gained some notoriety for having a sex tape released with Ray J, rapper. And at the time, she was also working um, for Paris Hilton as kind of her assistant, which is funny because I feel like now she's so much more famous. But A Simple Life had just gotten canceled, which was Paris Hilton's reality show. And there kind of was this gap missing for a new reality show. So Kris Jenner, who is the matriarch, the iconic woman leading the family, She had come up with the idea in 2006 for the show because she just thought her family was so dramatic
2: that they needed to be on TV. It's like the original, my friends are so funny, let's make a podcast. (laughs) Literally us.
0: Legitimately, it legitimately is, which is the worst part.
1: (laughs) Literally. Um, So actually in her book, Caitlyn Jenner, um, formerly Bruce, Bruce Jenner, to have come up with the idea for the show and that they pitched it directly to Ryan Seacrest. So there's actually some conflicting stories about um, you know how the show kind of came about. However, Ryan Seacrest, at the same time that Christian Jenner came up with this idea, he was wanted to create a drama based on a family like the Osbournes. Um, so he got put in touch with the Kardashians through a casting director that they both knew. And he filmed one day of a Kardashian barbecue in 2007. And he knew it was perfect because they were so dramatic. So, one thing I thought that this was really interesting was because they kind of, like, wanted to be famous. They kind of didn't, you know, just, like, fall into fame or have, like, this one big break where, you know, Kim became an actress. They kind of really were one of the first families that was, like, just known for being a family on reality TV. Wow. So, in 2007, E! announced a new non-scripted family sitcom produced by Ryan Seacrest and Buna Murray Productions, and the show premiered on October 14th, 2007. The original goal of the show, um, which is why Kris Jenner probably wanted the show to come on, was to promote the family's Dash clothing stores, which was, you know, the series of clothing stores, um, I think in LA, that um, Kim and Chris and some of the other daughters worked at, which is funny because they literally were working in retail. Kim was also Paris Hilton's assistant. So they kind of, you know, weren't like that famous at the time. They, you know, no one really knew who they were. So, hmm. it's kind of funny how much it's evolved. Now everyone knows what the crush is. I don't even really need to explain it. The first pilot, it was received really well. Um, critics called it the Hollywood version of The Brady Bunch, and in its first month, it became the highest-rated series aired on Sunday nights for adults 18 to 34 and was seen by 1.3 million total viewers. Wow! So, and it actually got... Yeah, and it actually got picked up for season two in November 2007, so only the... A month after it first premiered it was an immediate hit and the first spinoff was in 2009 so only two years later yeah so it kind of just immediately exploded um and it, they didn't really have like one season that was you know necessarily like so popular the seasons kind of like mesh together if that makes sense because they're coming out so often however a lot of the newer seasons actually didn't have good ratings and we'll kind of go into why i think that is but the most viewed episode is the Chris Humphrey's wedding to Kim Kardashian. Wait, the, oh, the wedding. Yeah.
0: Okay. I was going to say, I, I immediately think of the earring.
1: <laughs> That's a great one too, which I'm surprised that one that didn't get the most viewed. But it, the wedding got over 10 million viewers and that was back in 2011, which is crazy because they're so relevant to the say. It's been 10 years. My
2: question is, when this wedding aired, had they already gotten divorced? And is that why it got so many viewers? I honestly don't know.
0: That's actually such a good point. That what 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 is it? name? It's like seventy how many days?
2: It was seventy. It was a seventy-two to two. Okay.
0: Seventy-two days. Yeah, no, there's no chance that they were still together.
1: Yeah, that's they so definitely sad. were not together. And that's like another really interesting thing about the show. And I think a a reason that like the ratings have gotten so low is everyone kind of already knows what happens by the time the episode comes out. So, the show kind of, like, recaps the drama that everyone already knows about. So, I guess that's one way to draw in viewers, and that, like, they want to know more about the behind the scenes, but it's, like, another way. It's, like, people already know. Like, people know they got yeah, divorced. Yeah, I
0: guess. So. so, media definitely changed that. Yeah. I feel like back then, yeah, no one was, like, so on top of things, but now it's, like, anytime anything happens with them, we know about it immediately. Exactly. So, we don't have to wait five months for the episode. Well, I guess, yeah, I guess some people still want to, but doesn't have the same effect
1: exactly and that's really kind of changed how the show has evolved from start to finish and the earlier seasons you can kind of tell that some of the plot was scripted or planned out and you know Mm -hmm. they would come up with these stupid problems that they would have to solve and like you know a lot of it was kind of you could tell planned out and now i feel like the show focuses more on kind of the drama that's already in the news so like the more recent seasons focus so much on chloe's drama with tristan and how he cheated Mm. on her because they know that everyone was already watching that and already knew that story but i guess now it kind of tells more of the behind the scenes so
0: now they're at the point where it's like they don't have to fabricate anything like there's legitimately so much stuff going on in their lives that they probably need more shows and seasons to cover it all
2: it definitely has its positives and negatives with social media being as big as it is because just like the chris Humphreys example this huge media story came out that they were only married for 72 days. So obviously everyone's going to watch it. Obviously everybody wants to watch Chloe and Tristan and the whole journey of their relationship unfolding after this huge news drop that they've, you know, that he cheated on him. Um, But then on the flip side, you know, when you're watching things for the first time, you don't know how they're going to play out. That's interesting too. So it's both.
1: Exactly. And I feel like also social media, they can they have less control over the story. So, you know, they could tell it one way and keeping up with the Kardashians, but if everyone knows the real story and then talking about it on social media, mm-hmm. it's different. So I feel like the show definitely has focused a lot on more deep topics, vulnerable moments, and drama with the relationship as the show has kind of evolved. Um, in the first few seasons, it was a lot about them like going on fun vacations and... Kim even like lived in this townhouse Rob was dating that cheetah girl (laughs) Adrian it's kind of yeah literally but it's just crazy how they became so famous and so rich as the show evolved like no one knew who they were so it's crazy how they and like Kendall and Kylie also grew up on the show when the show started they were like 11
0: watching the the older episodes is weird now like knowing what they become oh my god
2: (laughs) I really liked how in this most recent, well, season 18 that we watched, how they had in the, when they would cut from scene to scene, they would have the little like home videos and the little, you know, they would, it would show Kendall and Kylie as little kids, like going through their kitchen or the three of the sisters mm-hmm. in like, you know, the mid 2000s. I thought that was really cute.
0: I did appreciate that as well. That was really nice. Mm-hmm. It it made it seem more of a family.
1: Yeah. I think that's kind of what makes the show heartwarming is despite like all the drama, like they are family at the end of the day and that they really do have these like pretty wholesome relationships with each other. And like, they're so famous now, but they're still kind of like this unit. And another thing is now they all have kids. So I'm really wondering what's going to happen to these kids when they grow up because they're literally growing up on camera.
2: Who's your favorite kid? <laughs> stormy <laughs> mine is true
0: which i don't know any of them there's so many um all i know is that what's her name north did a really good painting recently
2: do you guys think she actually painted that
0: no there's no what of course not
1: no okay well kim put out this whole statement saying that north took this class and they worked on this painting for weeks
0: you know, so. okay maybe if it was done over the process of months i couldn't i don't know <laughs>
1: she put out a statement
0: you know but you know there's probably going to be an episode on it like
1: yeah so actually the show got canceled they're they're making one more season so right now season 20 is on air but they're making one more season after this but they did just sign a deal with hulu um however a lot of the most more recent seasons the plot line focused on how some of them didn't really want to be part of the show there was a lot of fights between courtney and kim yeah. because courtney really you know, a lot of her arguments were that, you know, she has kids, she wants to be a mom, she doesn't have time for the show. But it's interesting how Kim and Chloe still wanted to be part of the show, even though they're still so famous, like, they, they're so famous, they really don't need the show.
2: Not at all.
1: Right. Do you guys think it, like, keeps them relevant, or do they even need it?
2: I don't think that it keeps them relevant anymore. I think that the show is for the fans, and the people who have kept up with them for now, how many years? 13? 14? it's been 2007 so 14
1: yeah right
2: 14 um (laughs) I think that it is for the people who have this cult following for keeping up with the Kardashians I think the rest of the world knows what's going on with them people like me who I genuinely do like to like understand their lives but I can see it all from my phone I don't need to watch the show but then I know I have friends who every single Sunday night they do watch the show
0: I do think, though, that, like, although they don't need, like, there's, they really don't need the show anymore. It does humanize them in many ways. Mm -hmm, Definitely. Like, when I watch, I remember that they're people and not just, like, you know, these figures that, you know, we like to laugh at and everything like that. But, like, that they actually have lives and, and whatnot. So I feel like for them, maybe it's even important just to, like, keep that so that they could use it as another voice like I know whenever like there's some controversy like surrounding them like yes like they'll tweet and stuff like that but when you actually see it unfold on camera like tv is a, just a completely different medium than like twitter like you know those kind of like instagram and I don't know it 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 helps them i guess speak to their audience in a much more genuine way so I feel like yeah. that's important for them
2: I agree
1: and I think the show is pretty real compared to most other reality shows it definitely shows their real personalities. You can tell it's not so script. It's not I mean, I'm sure there are parts of it that are scripted, but you can really tell, you know, it's pretty real and it's you know, it's it's what's happening to them in real life. They can't just not address something because everyone already knows what's happening.
0: Yeah. No, and I was going to say too, like it's actually at, like out of reality in general, it it did feel really grounded in like the fact that like in the episode we watched and hopefully for everyone listening watched as well. um, Like when Courtney's talk, like, you know, genuinely frustrated and is like, you know, I paid for this. Shouldn't this be like covered by production because this is to the show. And like, that's true where it's like, if it, if it in any way is like filmed or is like going into the show, Production should cover it, and you know that there's a producer off camera. Like, oh shit, like that's not good. Yeah. But like, yeah, no, like that—that that was genuine frustration. That's not something that the producer is reminding her, which is like it was pretty cool to see. Um, and the, them even just talking about the show, where she's like, "Yeah, I have Architectural Digest coming, and we're literally filming the show right now." And it's like she's on camera, and you know that there's a camera guy there. Like, oh shit, she doesn't want to be here.
2: That was very meta.
0: Yeah, no, I I really appreciate the meta, and like really cool that like it actually does feel real and like there are times i've watched episodes where it's like they'll prank one another and it's like you could tell that they didn't have much going on and they just needed like a third storyline for that episode where it's like okay they definitely like nudged them in that direction but there's a lot where it really doesn't feel as though they're just like pushing you know a square peg into a, a round hole
2: have you guys seen the todd crane's prank yeah
0: what's what's that one So
2: that's one of
1: my favorite things about the show is like just the like some of the funny things that they like the pranks are so funny. So basically the Tolly do you want to explain it?
2: Oh yeah. I mean, I don't know if I remember it as clearly as you might, but <laughs> it was it was Scott and he's just so funny and just always stirring shit up. So him and was it Chloe? Yeah. Chloe. Yeah. Him and Chloe would call <laughs> Her. they would call um, they would call Chris and they would be like hey Auntie Chris it's me Todd Cranes and then say some ridiculous shit and then she would get she would pick it up every single time I don't know was this before caller ID like I'm so confused but she would pick it up every time and then eventually got really frustrated and she was like if you don't reveal your identity I oh will God. call the police and it just got really intense. Did I did I tell that correctly? No, you're right. And,
1: and in the in newer season, they trick they pull so many pranks on Crush General. This is like the one scripted thing that I like. I mean, I don't know how much it's scripted, but I'm sure it's planned out. It's so this in the newer season, in the most recent one, they prank Chris into thinking that she blacked out and was like in a dumpster <laughs> they had they had Chloe dress up as Chris Jenner like put on a wig and then they took a bunch of pictures of her like in the dumpster and like doing all this weird shit and then they showed them, and then they leaked it to like the press like their publicist leaked it to the press and so it was on like
2: TMZ and Chris is like oh my god I got too drunk and was in the dumpster that's when you know you're so famous that you are untouchable because they're not even worried about if their mom is going to get mad, like genuinely mad. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And it's crazy
1: how much like the show has affected their businesses too. They all own their own brands now. I mean, Kylie has Kylie Cosmetics. Kim has KKW Fragrance, KKW Beauty, Skims, Her Game. Not to mention she's also in law school. Chloe has Good American. Courtney has Poosh. They kind of, I mean, not kind of. The show definitely allowed them to be able to run their own businesses, and I feel like a lot of the criticism of, of the show, kind of at the beginning, was that they're just famous for being famous. They have no talents. Yeah,
0: they've definitely, they've definitely surpassed that at this point. Yeah, but now they're like, it's like they are like that is the original model of being famous. for Like now, there's people who are famous for just like being famous and having no talent but like it's a talent in and of itself that they could do this like the first people to do this and like now have branched off like what kylie is a billionaire that's insane
1: yeah i mean there is some scandal about that according to forbes she's not a billionaire now but
0: oh really
1: yeah well apparently i actually read this article about how kylie jenner's people basically just like stopped talking to forbes and they originally told her she was a billionaire but then like the documents kind of showed that she wasn't but She's still really rich. Okay.
0: Well, I don't think she has to worry.
1: Yeah,
2: definitely not. Is she, like, the second richest after Kim?
0: I was going to say, I feel like Kylie has to... Probably, like, is more so than Kim.
2: Yeah, Kylie's the richest. She's the richest? Oh, my God. Guys, we're Kylie's age. What are we doing?
0: We are filming a podcast on a Monday night.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We'll get
1: there. But... (laughs) But the other thing is they make so much money from, like, Instagram, which I feel like they kind of, I don't know, I, in my opinion, I kind of feel like they paved influencer the way Influencer
0: model, yeah.
1: Influencer business 100%. model. Yeah, definitely. they I mean, also, I feel like they're such trendsetters in that the show, what I like about the show is they definitely, bef- like, before the show came out in 2007, like, I feel like the standard of beauty was not, like, curvy, like, mm. dark hair. Like, I feel like it definitely was, like, very thin like blonde, like whatever and I feel like they definitely like literally changed the standard of beauty I feel like now everyone wants to have like a big butt
0: also I'm just thinking like clothing too like all those like it's like the very simple clothing where it's like I always see girls wearing like khaki hoodies that cost like hundreds of dollars (sighs) which I don't yeah like which is something I would do but now it's like it's like this fancy thing which is like it's kind of insane how they're able to just like completely change the face of fashion. I think I do this from like a a layman's perspective, but like, that's what it feels like.
2: Define layman's race. I've not heard that word.
0: A layman. So like, I I definitely am not a fashion guru. I think you guys know this.
2: Yes, you are. We literally went over this last episode that you have a wonderful fashion sense. I
0: think it's eclectic. I wouldn't say it's by any means trend setting or
2: Okay, but layman's
0: layman, okay, like that that be okay, getting back to to the vernacular, um like a layman's perspective is in someone who's not in touch with fashion trends, so I like uh, an everyday person, yes, someone who has little to no knowledge on the subject, like I don't know designers and stuff like that, and I feel like whatever they are wearing at the moment is what's in
2: you learn something new every day
0: exactly this is our yeah we'll have our word of the week after yeah after we had what's it called um love island uh fun word dictionary uh, yes our love island dictionary now we have another one for keep <laughs> yeah.
1: well we can have a different dictionary for the kardashians which is first of all all their scandals and then second of all all the iconic lines that they've had on the show
2: i'd love if you took that took us through them julia
1: okay um Okay. Do you guys know what Bible means?
0: I yeah. I'm I'm guessing I'm going to be wrong.
2: Well, I guess.
0: I was in my. I mean, like I'm assuming the holy scriptures <laughs> of Christianity, <laughs> but I take it that's not what it is.
1: So Bible, they love to say this. Basically, it's just like I'm telling the truth.
0: Wait. Oh, so it's like I oh swear on the Bible.
1: Yes, if I swear. So
0: how would you use it? Like
1: like Bible last night i
0: oh okay I so went like to the bible park. comma yeah bible, comma. i saw you're never gonna guess who i saw
1: and you could also say like
0: i'm bibling
1: n- no not not quite <laughs> okay, <right. laughs> but you All could right. you could be like like you could say like oh my god i saw sarah hook up with johnny and they'll be like oh my god like you're not you're not being serious like bible and you'll be like yeah bible
0: all right, I'm not going to use that, but no. <laughs> I'm glad that I know it, that like, if it ever comes up, which I doubt it will, honestly, maybe uh, now I'm going to have to start looking out for it. Maybe I have passed it before and just never understood.
2: You've probably seen it on TikTok, right? I've
0: never seen that on
2: TikTok, Or maybe our For You pages aren't the same.
0: I was going to say, mine's definitely, we definitely don't have the same For You page. Okay, well. Mine, I don't know. Mine. Mine's mostly cats. <laughs> like, <laughs> legi- like legitimately.
1: Anyway. Um, so some other iconic phrases that I love are you're literally being so rude, mm-hmm. which I kind of be like, I just say that in my everyday life. They also kind of, I feel like, popular as vocal fry, which mm. vocal what vocal fry. So, like, when you talk, like your voice kind of like, like this, like I'm talking now, like
0: oh, okay, where it's like drawn out,
1: where it's like it kind of like, yeah, no, no, no I, like, get, I get yeah. what you're
0: saying, I know, yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. There's so Also, also there's obviously the iconic Kim. There are people dying when she lost her diamond earring. Unreal. Oh, that's
0: cool. that's yeah. That was the beginning yeah. of
1: meme culture, I feel like. Definitely. The
0: cry, You know, the crying Kim face was like a huge one. Yeah.
1: Well, that the first time that they showed the crying Kim face was... Actually, no, I don't think it was the first time, but another time they showed the crying Kim face was she was crying after um, her divorce with Chris Humphreys. And I don't know if you guys remember, but during the whole 72-day divorce or 72-day marriage, um, Kim got a ton of backlash from the media. People hated her. Oh,
0: I forgot about... People used to, like, actually hate her. Like, she was, like... I don't remember this. She was a butt of, like, so many jokes.
1: Oh, people definitely hated her. But it, was, it wasn't it was really until that scene of her crying and, say, you know, crying about her, her marriage came out later where she kind of got redeemed. After that, people, I think, kind of felt bad for her. So I feel like the show definitely plays an important role for them and that you know they can kind of show their side of the story
0: yeah their perception
1: and same thing with like a lot of like the scott disick drama first of all i love scott disick he's my favorite person on the show do you think they're ever going to get back together no i don't (laughs) really but i think i would love to see them but scott has like this weird thing for like 19 year old
2: girls children
0: i was gonna say he i just saw on twitter that yeah he's dating someone who's younger than us which is just but also, I definitely get, and this is something I wanted to ask you guys when, because we're discussing it, like, mm-hmm. he is such an important part of the show. Like, he is really entertaining. Like, not that I I, I, don't, I, really, I don't know if he's a good guy, but he really makes for good TV, and he knows it, which is definitely helpful. So I was genuinely curious who you guys think is the most important for the show, like, out of all of them.
2: Oh my god.
1: I think Scott definitely adds a lot of fun to the show. He kind of he has, like, his bits. Like, he has the pranks. He has the Lord Disick. He has his, like, little banter with Chloe. Yeah. So I think the sh- he definitely had the show. And I feel like especially, you know, some- Courtney didn't want to be as much in the more recent episodes. They kind of focused more on Scott, which I loved.
2: Oh, is he in a lot of the last two seasons? Yeah. And it's
1: it's funny. Similarly to Kim, he kind of had, like, this redemption arc. Like, in a lo- the first, I'd say, ten seasons – really focus a lot on scott's alcoholic tendencies yeah. his fights with courtney's are really he when courtney was pregnant with her third baby scott was pissed really and it was this whole drama oh, yes. yeah he was
0: not they did not paint him out to be well maybe they, it's not that they even didn't paint him out to be a good dude maybe he's just not but like no but i get what you're saying he definitely adds so much to the show
1: yeah no he definitely kind of becomes like he kind of redeems himself Um, and I think it's because, you know, he kind of started taking his role as a dad seriously, but the thing is, he was really young when the kids were born, so I feel like that's kind of maybe why he's, like, dating these younger girls. How old was he? I think he was, like, well, Courtney's older than him. He's 37, and Courtney's 41. Okay, actually, that's not even that much older. Courtney's four years older. But, you know, Mason's, like, 10 now, so he was probably, like, 27,
2: 26, Right, which feels young considering we're twenty two. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, I also just love him because I feel like he's like from New York. Like he's has that sass. I think he's Jewish. He definitely has had his fair share of scandals. Unlike, I mean, all of them have going back to this question.
2: Who do you guys think is like the most important to the show? I my brain is going in a million different directions because. I don't know, for some reason, the first thing that came to my brain was Courtney, which is weird, because I don't that think is- it's Courtney. I'm just thinking about, I guess, the, the episode that we watched was her discussing how she didn't want to be on the show anymore. And I feel like that has been a narrative the past couple of seasons. So maybe that's uh-huh. why. Um, I, I don't know. Like I just feel like they all really do have their own storylines. And it's weird to say storyline when it's genuinely their lives. Like, think about Chloe and who she was when the show started and who she is now, physically, emotionally, mentally.
0: Yeah, mine's definitely Chloe. Like, I I understand, like, Kim's more famous and Kendall and Kylie might be more famous, but, like, I feel like watching the show, Chloe knows how to, like, navigate a scene. Yeah. Or it's, like, she knows what that... And, like, I don't know if the producer's telling her to ask these things, but, like, it always feels like she is just putting the, like, the pieces together and, like, laying out how things should unfold, asking the right questions, like, always doing the right thing, which makes for really good television. And also, she's genuinely funny. She
1: is hysterical. Her spinoffs are my favorite, like, the Courtney and Chloe Take Miami... Court, Chloe, and um, Kim take New York. Court and Chloe take the Hamptons. I love the spinoffs, and I think they, but a lot of them actually weren't that successful.
0: Yeah, I yeah, I feel like you, but like that's the thing. Like you definitely need the Chris, you definitely need Kim, you definitely need Scott, and like having all the other like people who come into their life, like Kanye now. Like, but I definitely feel like Chloe is the one that holds everyone together like she's a like she always plays the middleman like
2: the scene where her and courtney were discussing how courtney didn't want to be in the show anymore or she didn't want glam courtney was saying oh i don't want to do glam because i don't want to be in this episode and chloe was kind of like didn't we already go through this last year and you made the decision to be in the episode and she was just giving well first of all she was almost giving the camera a look and i felt like she was looking at us Mm -hmm. But I think she was saying everything that we wanted to say to Courtney.
0: Yeah, no, she's she's like she's smart. like the
2: people. I, you know what she is? She's the people's Kardashian. Exactly,
0: she is. <laughs> I think so.
2: She's she's the most like us.
1: But actually, fun fact about Chloe: she didn't want to film Chloe and Lamar, but Lamar did, and probably for the money. But Chloe actually really didn't want to be in that. Yeah.
0: I mean, like I I get why they do the spinoffs, but I feel like it they they can only be so successful like everyone wants the one mm-hmm. thing no one really like I'm sure the mega fans and everything do but like it's better when it's just like the, the like the whole family yeah
1: oh my god also when Chloe went to jail and then <laughs> Chris had to tell Kim to stop taking selfies I actually love Chris Jenner I think she's a genius same so I think that meme that's like you know the devil works hard but Chris Jenner works harder I think it's so true
2: oh yeah you guys have you guys seen benny drama he's a comedian yeah and he's he's just like one of the funniest comedians that i've seen in a while but he does an amazing well he does an amazing chris jenner impression but he does a whole bit of like the kardashian skit and it's so funny and so on point and i love it and i encourage everyone to watch
0: i do not know it but i will it's hysterical yeah i'm gonna check that out after
1: we finish recording it's so good it's so good I feel like him, Chris is really the one that's holding
2: all of them together. I mean, in addition to Chloe, but...
0: Yeah, but, like, for the sake of the show...
2: Julia, I have a question for you, actually. Do you, do we know why Kanye doesn't want to be on the show? Ooh. Yeah, so Kanye... It's really up to him,
1: and I feel like he changes his mind about it a lot. Um, so, he didn't want to be in the earlier episodes at all, and it's not publicly stated why, but I think a lot of it has to do with his, you know, personal brand, like, i think he didn't really need the show he you know kind of wanted his own privacy and then in the most recent season that he's on he actually says in the first episode he goes you know the the, i wanted to be like the incredibles like that family from the pixar movie he goes i wanted to be like them and they were on tv
2: oh and that's why he decides to all of a sudden be involved in the show yeah
1: so i actually do like though that I think the Kardashians, one thing that they do really well, is this is pivoting a little bit, I think they do a really good job about showing the kids because they do show the kids on the show, but they don't make it about the kids. They shouldn't. Like, none of the drama Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think they do a really good job about that, and I think at first, um, Kanye didn't want the kids on at all, but then eventually, you know, now they show North a little bit, they show all the kids a little bit, but uh, yeah, I think, and then, you know, also recently Kanye's had all these, um, like, very public mental health struggles um and outbreaks so you know I think a lot that also has to do with it a lot what an episode it would have been I know also I think that one thing that you know really affects Kanye's role in the show is is Chris Humphrey's relationship to to Kim because Chris and Kim were everywhere i mean they milked that relationship for the camera fun fact about the proposals they actually shot it multiple times because kim didn't like the way that she looked (laughs) um and you know like i said the episode with the wedding was so popular i mean the show made such a big deal about their engagement the wedding and they did show um the wedding to kanye in the show but they actually weren't going to but kim's assistant filmed it um and they included parts of it but they didn't make it this big spectacle like it was for Chris Humphreys and actually Chris sued Kim for saying she married him for publicity but Kim was like I'm more famous than you so I think You can't
2: sue for that. Can you? I mean you could sue her.
0: you could sue for anything but will you win? No. Like
2: <laughs> it, it, he's an
1: idiot.
0: <laughs> I was going to say I'm pretty sure I don't even know if he's still playing so. Yeah,
1: Kim was like you literally can't sue me. She He basically was claiming that Kim wanted to be relevant by marrying him. But Kim was like, you're not even relevant.
0: <laughs> so she's a, Yeah, she's a lawyer now. She'll, yeah. She's
1: yeah. Good. So I think they're all settled. But yeah, I think that's also another reason why, you know, Kanye's role isn't so big on the show.
2: And then do you guys think they're getting a divorce? Because they, you know, they haven't commented on it. Which I think is kind of unlike Kim.
1: Well, that's why they say, you know, Kris Jenner works hard, or Kris Jenner works so hard that, you know, they're saying the new season's gonna come out and they're gonna show that on the new season. So. Oh my God. I didn't even think of that. I feel like they might address it if it becomes, you know, so mainstream. And, uh, you know, I, right now I think, from the sources I've seen, I think they are working on their marriage, but. It's in a rocky place.
0: But also, like, just in, with Kanye in general, I could definitely see why he wouldn't even want to be on it because, like, with, like, the way it's actually produced and everything, like, it is nonstop. Like, they mm-hmm. had to, like, I know in this episode they were talking about how they have the summer off, but, like, the production for this show just doesn't seem to end. Like, they're always constantly being recorded. And I feel like he's just a guy that does, that would not want that.
2: Reese, have you heard of anyone working on it when they come to New York?
0: I have I have actually I've never met anyone that's worked on keeping up with the Kardashians. But like I've like worked on Real Housewives and like it's a similar sh- show and like the fact that like it follows families and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean I can only imagine it's a different kind of stress because with like with them it's a it's a whole different level of stardom that you have to deal with. And like it's you know it's catering to people who are like meeting presidents like Kim didn't Kim meet Obama like
2: yeah yeah
0: like that's what you know like it's it's a whole different kind of like realm of TV where it's like you're not just filming a show you're like with these people like she was robbed by like like a jewel heist like that it's insane like
1: yeah that was that was actually a really big moment for the show too and I think. I think they definitely kind of stepped back and from like flaunting their wealth a little bit since yeah. that happened. I think they're definitely being more careful about it. definitely change the production a little bit because, you know, now they're kind of a little more careful with what they show.
0: And just like also like I'm sure it's probably very tough to work on the show. Like they're always constantly doing stuff at night, so I I have a like a feel like if you notice like a lot of TV shows like reality shows They'll film during the day and then maybe they'll have like conversations at night where it's like it's shot on like a single a single camera or something like that. Most of their lives are like, you know, parties at night and stuff like that. So I'm I'm guessing that like the people working on this show are like these are like full 18 hour days. Like mm-hmm. i this is just assuming, but like with a show like this where it's so popular in reality where it's like not everyone's protect like the workers are not always protected. I could definitely see this being a very tough show to work on. Like, it does not,
2: yeah. Do we have any tea on what it's like to specifically work for them, not the show, but them personally?
1: Yeah. So I've actually heard that it sucks to work for them <laughs> as their assistant. chris Jenner owns their own com- company called Jenner Communications, and they actually got a lot of flack because they put out you know all these job posting for unpaid interns and basically the job descriptions were like watch our pets and like run errands for the kids like pick up kids from school and i have i've heard just from a friend of a friend that you know from that was like the assistant assistant that was basically like it's all just like doing bitch work for them for no money
0: yeah like there's the assistant who actually deals with like their calendar but then there's that person is doling it out to all these tinier assistants so that they don't have to go and pick up laundry and stuff like that
1: and it kind of sucks though because i feel like they have so much money that they could
2: pay for like they at least pay their assistants but watching courtney's assistant try to speak to her and like list all the things that she had to do that day and it was so apparent that courtney was not listening at all gave me so much anxiety for that assistant
0: i what she's just on her phone like chloe's trying to have a heart to heart and then she's just like what like it Oh, very stressful. Very stressful from an outside
1: perspective. I know. But also, it's actually like so hard to find information about what it's like to work for them because I feel like they sign so many NDAs. I mean, for every reality show, you have to sign one. But I feel like Kardashians like make it so public also that that you have to sign an NDA. Like I feel like they talk about them all the time. And I feel like they kind of like now everyone knows what an NDA is because of them.
2: In 10 years, all the PAs that worked on Keeping Up with the Kardashians should come together and make a documentary about what it was like to work on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. And it would be as big as this Britney Spears documentary and it would be amazing. Oh my god.
0: Yeah, like there's... I, 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 I would not be surprised if there's some really really heinous stories that were just like that will come out eventually of the filming
1: i'd watch that yeah so some interesting fun facts about the show which let me know if you guys have heard of these before yeah one thing i found was interesting was you know how they always show like when they're transitioning transitioning between scenes they show the outside of their houses Mm -hmm. that's not their houses really
0: oh that actually makes that makes sense. I guess, like, if people know, yeah, like, know their actual house where they live, like, you know that you're going to get some crazies trying to break in. Do you know whose houses they are?
1: I don't, but I thought that that was interesting because I always felt like, oh, I know what they live. But I did watch their videos on Arc Digest, and their houses don't even look like they do in the <laughs> show.
2: Wow. I didn't know that. As a nine-year-old watching this for the first time, I feel like this is when I learned what envy and jealousy was seeing these people's houses. And I was like, am I ever going to make it to that point? You know.
1: So actually in the most um, recent season, which um, it isn't out on Julia, it's on TV right now. Um, it's actually filmed during coronavirus, which is interesting. Um, and it's actually the beginning of the season, at least is all filmed on iPhones. Ooh. And a fun fact is during um while this was happening during production um producers delivered them new iPhones weekly so they could film them that themselves.
0: is honestly really wow. cool
1: and the, they would direct them over zoom yeah and they would direct them over zoom um they like set up the confessional rooms in their own houses and they filmed it by themselves which i think is pretty cool
0: that is that actually is really cool
2: have we all discussed how we feel about tv shows filming during corona and incorporating the pandemic into their production
0: no, but I the, this is something I think about so freak like this is on my mind like fifteen percent of the time. <laughs> 15. I'd say it's it's honestly like it's very in like the forefront of my mind. Cause like part of me really wants like people to not just like like I understand the argument where it's like we know what's going on, we don't need to see it, you know, like we don't want to think about it, we wanna escape. But it's like part of reality is depicting reality, and it would be like there are the stressors of a pandemic and like all this stuff and like their lives revolve around publicity and there's no public events. And you know what I mean? Like they, they can't open stores and like, no, I'm not saying like this is hurting them. Like they're still going to be rich, but it definitely changes the scope of the show and their lives. Like it does for all of us. So I really hope that they do keep the masks. And I understand, you know, when they're sitting down talking to each other to have them off, but when they're out in public or like, you know, doing anything like that I, I do hope that they like that they show it yeah, yeah.
1: i think it's it's also different in reality versus scripted like i i don't want my scripted shows where to write in the pandemic like mm-hmm. i was watching shameless the most recent season and they added like the whole season set in the pandemic like i don't want to watch that
2: i thought shameless ended a while ago
1: oh it, it it's still going don't worry I'm over it though. I'm over it. Yeah, I I think I mean I think I've seen a little bit of this of this current season, and I I think it's good because I mean it is reality for them. They're still the Kardashians. They still have drama. There's still interesting things going on besides the
2: pandemic.
0: Tali, what do you think?
2: I think that unless I don't like the look of it, but unless you fully pause it for a year, which we've learned you can't do because you have people to pay and this industry to keep running, and it's so important to do so. You're going to have to yeah. show it because you're not going to show a fake world. Yeah. But it's not really pleasant to watch. Like kind of unrelated, but I really didn't like, like SNL put out a couple of episodes where it was at home. I really didn't like it. And I guess this is kind of different because Kardashians can all be together and they can make their contact together because they're a family. And SNL, you know, it's all people in different places and it's sketches. So it's weird. So, I mean, you'd have to see how it goes, but I, I guess there's no real way around it. But that's so wild that they would give them new phones every week. But not surprising because that's the level of bougie ness the Kardashians uphold.
1: Yeah. yeah, and also they they do get a lot of control over the episodes. I mean, they've been kind of they've bumped themselves up to executive producers, <laughs> and but they and you know I've read that they do cut out a lot of scenes where they think they don't look good um i feel like they're so what you i like what you said earlier about how they're all about publicity because i think they're pr geniuses
0: oh for sure yeah i think
1: i think the show that's kind of i think why they've kept it going for so long is it's for pr they can control you know what they look like on it they can kind of shape the narrative of what's you know been said in the media already and i think for them yeah they can reach their fans and I think that that's why they're so relevant is they're amazing at interviews. They're so well media trained and I work in PR. So I kind of know a little bit more, you know, I mean, from, just from my own perspective, like, Oh, she works in PR. <laughs> they're so good. Like they always like with their businesses also, that just really adds to the PR of the show, the PR, the sh- PR of the show adds to the businesses. It. They're just it's a never-ending cycle of
0: success for them. Like, there's no exactly do wrong because they're constantly in control. Like their perception, like our perception of them, is so carefully like chosen by them, curated, yeah, curated by them. Like, it's it's
2: exactly like, guys. I have a totally unrelated question. If we're ready to move on from this topic, why yes. did Hulu put the Kardashians on their website and why did peacock not if e-network is owned by NBCU,
0: that could be i i'm not sure the answer like that's definitely something we'd have to look up but like that could also just be like a licensing thing going back a couple years you know how it's like the marvel sony stuff where it's like sometimes there's just contracts that like are from years ago that are just like waiting to expire mm-hmm. like peacock might have the rights and like the same thing with the office how it was on netflix while peacock was still out until a couple like months ago that that'd be my guess but like yeah
1: i wonder if it's because who's bigger than peacock
0: i don't know or maybe there were i don't know
2: peacock's doing well it's growing it's growing well i think actually yeah their marketing is good i've heard mixed
1: reviews
0: i think i think when they can get the rights they 100 will because that'll definitely
1: get some viewers definitely are we ready to move on to the last section yes okay i want to know who do you guys identify with the most from from the cast, or the family, I should say, <laughs> and who do you guys think the other members of this podcast are? So I guess, can I start? Yes. I would love that. Okay. Personally, I think I'm horny. <laughs> I don't know if it's just because I want to be her, I just love her. First of all, I kind of have a, like, monotone voice, <laughs> so... We have that going for us.
0: No, like, I, I, You're going to laugh. I like, I chose you for Courtney too. Like 90% for that reason <laughs> of the voice.
2: Can you do it, Julia? Oh my God. What, what should I say? Li- say literally, Kim, you're being so rude. Literally, Kim,
1: you're being so rude right now. I'm going to pick up Penelope and we're going to go film something <laughs> for
0: pooch. That's
1: really good. Firstly, I just I like Courtney because she doesn't give a fuck. Like, she is like, I don't care. I don't want to be on the show. She's like, I don't need to run a
2: business. Like, on the show. She's like, I don't want to be on the show. In the show, literally. And the show still does well, and she still does well. She
1: just has so many funny moments. I love her relationship with Scott. I feel like if I were, were to love one of the men on the show, it would be Scott. I think she. I also like her, like, weird, like, wellness stuff that she does. Like, I kind of love that. And I think that she is also the oldest of the family, and I'm the oldest in my family. So I relate to, like, the sister fights. Like, I feel like I'm usually on her side of the sister fights, like, when she gets physical with Kim. I think it's funny. Yeah, I mean, I think courtney has been through a lot. She also, like, is – she does – she kind of, like, puts her guard up, like, around her emotions. Like, she doesn't get emotional very often. Yeah, and I, I think she's just cool.
2: I was going to say that you were kind of like Kim just because she's so hardworking and smart and professional. And I, I do see you in that light. But I think Thank Courtney you. has that aspect of her too, like as well. So I, I'll i switch my vote around to Courtney and then Thanks. we all can be unanimous.
0: Okay, Thanks, you know, so. I'm, yeah, I, I think we could, yeah, agree you or Courtney.
1: Thankfully, honestly, it's the compliment.
0: No, it is Thanks, for team. sure. Okay, yeah, I'm glad we, uh, we've we come to agreement. Alright.
1: Okay. Second, I think Reese is Kendall. Wow! Because, first of all, <laughs> that wow. Okay, okay. Wow, Kendall, wow. out of all of them, Kendall is kind of the one that's, like, I wouldn't say quiet, but, like, she definitely, I feel like, she always talks about she has, like, anxiety, and not to, like, say anything about you, Reese, but I do feel what like do you, you're... What
0: are you implying? What are you... What are you
1: <laughs> I what <laughs> I feel like you're, like, a little bit of, like, an anxious
2: person.
0: No, I think uh, Kendall's it, like... Kendall's
2: a dark horse. Yeah, exactly. Kendall is, like, the dark horse. I don't know if I see Reese as the dark horse.
0: Wait, wait, wait what do you He's mean? He's just
2: alt.
1: I guess. And Kendall also just has great style. Reese, you have great style. Um, yeah, I think- t- yeah,
0: don't take this away from me. Like-
1: I feel like the oh, other you? ones are okay. just... Okay, I feel like the other ones are just, like, so extra. And, the- like, not that Reese isn't extra, but... <laughs> <laughs> He's extra in a different way.
0: You know what? I I'm very happy with Kendall.
2: Yeah, and you could be who do you think you are?
0: Who do I think I am? Yeah. That's tough. I don't know. Um I now you know, I'm now I'm happy with Kendall because she's the one that models. Um (laughs) (laughs) But realistically, um I don't know, maybe Chris
2: i was just gonna say imagine reese's chris it doesn't make sense but it somehow it, it could doesn't,
0: it doesn't make sense on paper but for some reason there's just like an energy there that seems shared between us
1: <laughs> i love that and i didn't see it before but i kind of see yes yeah, so like
0: on paper we have no similarities but i do think there no
2: you both get shit done okay
0: yeah so then that could be it but like and
2: you have, you have an go-getters. eye for, you have an eye for
1: production chris is the one that come up came up with the idea
0: and yeah no i'm a big fan of ryan Seacrest. she works with him yeah okay you know what the, the similarities the <laughs> those
1: up, are similarities you keep <laughs> the on. show running you keep you keep it going
0: thanks yeah and also the meme of her holding a gun <laughs> <laughs> Uh, i love that one it gets me every time guys
2: i'm telling you that benny drama like originated this chris jenner can do everything meme i'm no i'm going
0: to watch i need to watch this video after because i do believe it
2: i'll send it to you
0: and then wait so then
2: i think talia is
1: kylie and let me explain why because okay okay, so we all know kylie is the mother of stormy And she always talked, even before she had Stormy, she would always talk about how she wanted to have kids early, you know, she was, you know, ready to settle down. And I'm not saying that, you know, you're going to pop out a... I wish you
2: could see my face right now.
1: (laughs) I'm not saying you're going to pop out a child any day now, Talia, but I'm saying, I think you're really, like, nurturing and, like, I don't want to say motherly, but, like, you're always, like, comforting... You're like, you know, I feel like you know how to handle situations and like you're very sweet. Like I feel like Kylie's sweet and you're sweet and like nurturing and like, you know, you're just there. And like, I feel like Kylie, you know, she never really like, like she gets into fights, but she doesn't get into like the big fights.
2: I totally will take it. I really do want to preface that I don't plan on having children for another decade. (laughs) So I'm not going to have kids, you know, at 21 (laughs) or 22 like Kylie did. Um, but I will take that because I consider myself motherly and I do like very much want children, just not right now. It's not about the kids, it's about that, the vibe of the
1: person, okay. person you know. Uh, I think uh, I'm Chloe.
0: And I was gonna say, yeah, I definitely think you're cool you're Chloe just because
1: you're, that was my second choice. You're
0: funny, but also I feel like it's like this where it's like like what I was saying earlier, where it's like she kind of keeps everything together. Oh. Um she acts as like a, a really good like in between for everything. It's like how you got us together to record like the podcast. You know what I mean? Like
1: Yeah, Talia really keeps us here.
0: Exactly. Like
1: guys, nice. this is
2: really nice.
0: No 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 no. Don't stop.
2: <laughs> That's not the reason I thought you were Kylie. He's like, Oh shit, I'm giving her <laughs> way too much like happiness and confidence. Okay. i no, no, really no, gotta we, dial it down. Yeah,
0: we can't too too much i'm i this is this is th- that's my comparison
1: <laughs> okay but also that's why. that's why i thought you were kylie is because kylie's a billionaire and i think you're gonna be very successful yes queen also well i also the other thing with chloe is i feel like sometimes you don't have the best choice in men so that's something you relate
2: to <laughs> <with> chloe <laughs> wow <laughs> Uh, all right i'm gonna we referenced this last episode by the way so i think i'm just gonna let this really sink in (laughs) oh my god not that it's news i'm just really coming for you yeah
0: this past like 10 minutes has been very fun i've been having a very good time
2: well we have fun together guys wait Talia, who did you think reese was i I said oh yeah who do you think i am I don't, oh, Chris. Yeah, okay. Okay. I don't know why. I think it's the most absurd thing. It
0: really is absurd <laughs> saying it out loud.
2: I like your reasoning for Kendall, Julia, but it's not what I would have thought yeah. of myself. I do think they both would be in the corner at a party, kind of with their arms crossed and eyes yeah, exactly. glazed
0: to yeah, the exactly. floor, like I was looking a little floor, angry, looking like a model.
2: I didn't say that. <laughs> we'll show up with the Pepsi.
0: Showing up with a Pepsi, trying to make peace. <laughs> <laughs> um, <it's- laughs> But yeah, I was. Okay. A, I'm pretty happy with this uh, with the Kardashian rundown. I think this. Uh, we did a good job covering it.
2: You know what? It's important. It is. I think so too. People shit
1: on the Kardashians, but you know, I think the show's entertaining. I will be watching the next show on Hulu.
0: Yes, I. You know, it's good. It's 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 a good show. Recommend continuing to watch it. If that was the first episode you guys have ever seen, it's
1: fun. Yeah. Um, I hope you all enjoyed watching this episode. Um, thanks for tuning in to Shows and Tell. We hope you'll come back next week.
0: Next week, yes. We're, I'll, be, I'll be hosting, and we're going to be doing our first scripted show. Oh. So buckle up. Yeah, buckle up, because we're going to be talking about The Mandalorian. So have you guys – What? wait, so just a quick thing. We don't have to get into it, but have you guys seen anything Star Wars related?
2: I think I've seen maybe s- – No. No. I'm just going to say no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm geez. literally just okay. going to say no.
0: Next week is going to be very fun. <laughs>
2: <laughs> We're literally doing a complete, complete 180 from Love Island and Kardashians. I'm so And excited. then to The Mandalorian. And guys, that is the exact type of content that we are going to give you.
0: Exactly. You, but you need this. Exa- like, you know, if you've seen the other two reality shows, but you haven't seen The Mandalorian, now you'll understand the all the Baby Yoda content, uh, Grogu. Okay. You know, it, it, things will come together. Um we're gonna be talking about uh Disney as a whole, Lucasfilms, um, all that kind of stuff. So it's gonna be great.
1: And you're gonna hear more of Reese's beautiful voice. That's always fun.
0: I'm getting yeah, I'm, I'm getting excited. As you can hear, I'm talking in my, my fast paced uh Bernie Sanders tone. Um, <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm
0: pumped. I'm pumped.
2: <laughs> I'm asking you I'm to ask, watch I'm asking you to, to, to listen
0: to <laughs> that's my that's my Bernie.
2: Great. Amazing. <laughs> Okay, well thanks for watching or thanks for listening. Yeah, they're listening,
1: Julia. They're not with us. <laughs>
2: they're with us. <laughs> thanks with for her.
1: listening. We'll talk <laughs> to you guys next week. Bye.
0: Bye. <laughs>
1: Bye.